0: So we're going to take a quick look at our images in Photoshop and just compare them really quickly. The first image is from Revit. Uh, This is our medium test. It took about three minutes. So obviously this image has a lot of graining, not too much in the way of clean, crisp shadows, but it gives us a good idea of what our images in Revit are going to look like. Rendered pretty quickly. So it allows us to see how everything's going to work and how the materials are looking and everything else that you need to understand when you start to set it up for your final image. Obviously we need to clean up the graining and when you change it to a, a high or a best style render inside a Revit it'll allow that to uh, be cleaned up. If we take at a, a quick look at an image from the cloud, you can see that that gets cleaned up shadows become a lot more crisp, the carpet gets a nice clean texture, the paint in the walls looks really good, there's not as much graining. the materials on the chairs look really good. So using the render cloud through Revit allows you to get a quick image and get a very good image that you can also do a little bit as far as controlling the size. Straight from Revit, you can't control this size too much these are pretty much set based on the window that you place. Now when you go to Render in the Cloud, you can adjust these, but there's presets that you have to use. So this was, I believe, just a, a large image so it controlled the size to 1000 and it's basing it on your resolution and just the overall size of the image. It allows you to develop a little bit more as far as clean editing, but it doesn't allow you to truly work with the image and create images that will fit to your sheet. So if we look at our 3ds Max test, this was the first test that I had. Uh, One of the biggest problems is we can see that it took 39 minutes and 24 seconds and this is obviously too dark for what we want and that's only because I didn't adjust the exposure control inside of Revit before I rendered. But I wanted it to render so that you could see the difference between this and changing the exposure control, as well as seeing that this was actually similar to our first test inside of Revit. So we created the light coming from the outside, we have nice crisp shadows, our textures are still pretty crisp, there is a little bit of graining, but overall we could start to use this image. And just by adjusting the levels really quickly, you can see we could probably even use this image and maybe just clean up the wall a little bit more. But inside of Max I'm also able to control the size of the image. So you can see I made this an 11 by 17 So that was our first test. Our second test we ended up more like this and that's because I had adjusted the levels or exposure control inside of max and we could adjust the levels again here make it a little bit more bright then we start to get a a lot of bleed out in our window here and it's not as noticeable here it's noticeable I didn't change the sun on this one, so it's very similar to what we have here, but you also see that we're not getting a lot of light shadows coming in through those windows, but that's just because I had adjusted some of the settings and adjusted some of the lighting so that we may not have been getting those shadows. So inside of our second image from 3ds Max, you can still see there's some graining, but I can adjust that. Just by using some of the settings underneath the render dialog, but the other thing is, is some of this is being caused by the reflections off of the the mullions and other materials inside of Max. So you'll have to adjust those. Once again, in this image, I did adjust the size to be what I wanted. So I mentioned on the first image that I knew that this was not going to be the correct render. So how did I know that? Well, if I look at the 3ds Max second test computing image, when you render in Max, you get this very early on. This is showing you how it's calculating the light inside of 3ds Max. So you can see that this side is a little bit crisper than this, so it's calculated the light twice. When we saw in Revit the little box that was running around Computing the different lighting levels inside of the Revit render, it didn't show us anything. So, this allows us to see what the rendering is going to look like pretty quickly inside of Max. So, this usually doesn't take very long, and so it allows us just a quick chance to cancel the render before it starts taking the 39 minutes or 46 minutes, however long it's going to take. So, if we look at how that final image looks versus this, you can start to see, you can understand those lighting levels and how it's computing each of those. So that's one way that you can get quick renders inside a Max is just by allowing it to calculate the the lighting and then canceling it or letting it run if if you think it's going to be correct. So that's just a quick comparison between the Revit renders and 3ds Max renders. Obviously the 3DS Max renders did take a little bit longer. But when you start getting to the high quality or the best quality inside of Revit, those will start to take sometimes around the same amount of time, if not longer. So when you're getting to that level, you can quickly set these up. Revit allows it to import into Max or you can link it into Max so that way if you make changes you can get those in there really quickly. So that's a nice feature. But at the same time, Max can be a very complicated program with all of the settings that you have to look at and understand. So you have to make a decision early on about how you want to use the software. If you can use the cloud and this image looks correct for what you want it to, then use Revit. If you want to be able to tweak the materials a little bit further or adjust the lighting a little bit more, have a little bit more control on those things then you could use 3ds Max. So now we're going to take a look at importing from Revit to SketchUp and Rhino. So the first program we're going to look at is exporting our Revit model into SketchUp. If we take a look at SketchUp really quickly, go to File, Import. We can see the file types that SketchUp wants to import and you can bring in SketchUp files, AutoCAD, 3DS, or a bunch of other files. So here we can see that we don't have an FBX that we can bring in, so we need to bring in either a CAD file or a 3DS file. So if we go back to Revit, we go to our R button and say Export, and we'll export a CAD format, and we'll do a DWG, and we'll use this view to export because we want the 3D view. Click on Next, and here you can change The file type, if you have an older version of SketchUp or another file, you can export it to an earlier version of AutoCAD so that it it may have less problems seeing it. And Typically, I uncheck this box just so that I don't create any X references when I'm exporting. This file doesn't have any, so it shouldn't be a problem. I already created this file before, but we'll go ahead and overwrite that file. And this is just telling us that it can't keep this crop boundary, which is fine. And i will export that file. And if we go into SketchUp and we say File Import and bring in our CAD file, if you click on options there's not much that you need to worry about. Say Open and it'll run through importing all of the different blocks that it saw within AutoCAD. So here our file's been imported. You can see everything that it's telling you as far as layers, blocks, inserts, lines, and entities that it simplified. So it simplified 8,000 different things or faces. And then we just hit close and it brings our model in. So the first thing that we can notice is that it didn't change or bring our materials in. So we have to go in and and paint the materials. You can see it also brought everything in as a component. So we can rotate around it. You can see our door. If we zoom into our room. So I've hidden a few elements. I've gone in and edited the component and you can see that a room has no materials. so By using SketchUp, you have to redo all the materials that you've done in Revit. So this is a good tool if you're creating the the model from scratch or creating simplified models. You can also bring SketchUp files into Revit to help create families. So SketchUp has its place and if you want to do quick renders like this, great tool. But when you want to do a final render, SketchUp may not be the tool that you necessarily want. Plus you can get a couple different styles as I showed you earlier from inside of Revit using the hidden line and shaded views or consistent colors and using some of the shadows in Photoshop. So there's plenty of different options besides just bringing it into SketchUp. So since we don't really have materials inside of SketchUp, we can go ahead and close this file and we're going to look at exporting from Revit for Rhino. So now we're going to import into Rhino and I'm using Rhino 5 and I'm just using an evaluation copy. But if we go to File Import, we can see that there's a lot of different file types that we can bring into Rhino. We can bring 3DS. DWGs, FBXs, and a whole bunch of other files. So first thing we're going to try is we're going to try bringing the FBX file into Rhino. So we'll go find our original FBX file that we created. And just check the options really quick. Just say okay and open. So, looks like the file was imported, and we want to zoom extents. So, there's our model. just going to take a quick look at it. And as I've said before, I don't typically use Rhino, so a lot of you may be more comfortable with how to use the software than I am. So we're just looking at different ways of importing files and what you can do to get the models out of Revit and into Rhino, SketchUp, and 3DS Max. So you can see here inside of Rhino, the FBX also did not bring over the materials from Revit. So while we can bring in the geometry, and Rhino is a fantastic modeler for creating complex surfaces or surfaces that are not uh, simple in shape, form, and everything else, and you can bring those into Revit, when it comes to rendering, rendering inside a Revit might be a better option than trying to export these files to other programs just because of Having to reapply materials, having to rework geometries, having to set up lighting. That's the other thing with inside of Revit or Rhino and SketchUp is that lighting didn't come over with the FBX file. In Max, it did as long as you make sure that you are importing the lighting with the FBX. So there's a lot of little tweaks that you have to do inside of the other programs to get the setup that you want to doesn't mean it can't be done, it just may add a little bit more time to your project. So it's about understanding how you can get to the point that you need to be. So a lot of times Revit will allow you to do that just inside of that program.